Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% LA Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world of the five-time MLS Cup champion, LA Galaxy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. I'm your host, Josh Guestman. Joining me tonight, our very special co-host, Mr. Eric, the Portuguese hammer, Vieira. We're, uh, we're glad to have him, and we have a bunch of stuff to talk about tonight. The LA Galaxy currently getting ready to kick off as we're doing the live show against Fresno up in Santa Barbara. There's some weird lineups that I'm sure we're going to talk about and how that will affect the Saturday game against the San Jose Earthquakes as well. Uh, we have some other stuff to talk about, including injuries, uh, a little NWSL talk, which almost never happens, but we have an update on that. Season ticket holder numbers as well. Uh, and then, of course, um, anything else we can sort of talk about, including where are the Galaxy the weakest at? We have a lot of discussion to go on there. You're always welcome to join us. If you want to, go ahead and call in. The live number is usually hanging around the screen somewhere, so whenever you see that, feel free to give us a call and give us your opinion. All right. I think that does it for uh, for a little bit of the intro. Just 17 days now, 17 days until the LA Galaxy will face off against uh, the Portland Timbers at StubHub Center. Uh, a guy who is making his return here to Corner of the Galaxy Studios on our live show, though, uh, for the for the second time now. We're glad to have him back. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit to Eric. Eric, how's it going, buddy? It's going well. Glad. Thanks for having me back. I'm glad to get my uh, second chance at some first team minutes here. That's right. It's yeah. preseason still. Pre-season, so, you know, you, so trying to work my way into the starting lineup, you uh, know, prove myself as a trialist. I, I like that. I like that. <laughs> uh, the Galaxy, very busy, as we said. Um, there's lots of stuff. Um, let's see. Uh, there's lots of stuff going on in terms of, uh, you know, the Galaxy, their lineup, um, and all these other things that are sort of going on. So, uh, this is going to be sort of a tricky thing yeah. to sort of pre- either even predict or even talk about what's going to be happening in these next couple of games that yeah, are going especially on. Especially with competing with the, the game going on tonight in Fresno and seeing that lineup that came out. So, yeah, we're definitely going to be playing a lot of guessing games. Should be fun. Let's let's start with that game in Fresno. It's it's happening as we're doing the live show, so I should I should tell you that. In fact, they're supposed to kick off now here in about oh, 28 minutes or so as we're, as we're rocking and rolling here. So we won't have finals for you. We won't have any of that stuff. Uh, we probably won't even get into a halftime switch whenever yeah. it all goes <laughs> over. Um, but nonetheless, we're going to give you, you know, the information that we have right now. So the LA Galaxy came out with a lineup. Siggy Schmidt had talked earlier in the uh, in the week about how the Galaxy are uh, looking to play some younger players. Um, and possibly that means, you know, time and sort of possibly save those starters for Saturday. So what he does is throw a curveball into everybody's <laughs> stuff. And he mixes and matches in this, Eric. Uh, here is the lineup as we understand it right now. You have uh, Silvestri in goal. You have Clementa right back. Siani and Hilliard Arce are going to be your two uh, def- uh, uh, center backs. On the left is going to be Dave Romney. You've got uh, Servando Carrasco and Jonathan Dos Santos probably playing in the center. There's no, li- there's no formation yeah. here. So, so <laughs> we're, we're just not... dealing with two lines of text here. Yeah. That's that's right. So we're trying to figure these all out. Uh, I'm guessing that either Husidic or Legette will be on either of the outsides. Uh, Baggio Husidic possibly, possibly playing the right back role. Legette possibly playing the left back role. Uh, Giovanni Dos Santos looks like he'll probably be up top. And the fact that Jonathan Dos Santos and Giovanni Dos Santos are playing in this lineup is is the interesting part that it doesn't really match. It's like some of these things yeah. don't belong here. Yeah. Um, and then Chris Pontius up top we imagine right yep. now. Um, so that is the starting lineup for pure the galaxy. Speculation. P- yeah, it is pure speculation. <laughs> um, and you know, being there's no stream for the game, yep. we're not really going to have any idea of how these guys play or 
how all this goes, you yeah, know? I think, um, yeah, the big question mark definitely is the Dos Santos brothers. Why are they in this lineup, especially when you were hearing that this was going to be a younger squad, it was going to be second team. So it makes you think, what, what are they thinking? Uh, what's what's going on in Siggy's mind, to be in Siggy's mind? Yeah, I mean, there's, there's some things that I think maybe we can guess at. Um, maybe this is the second, this is the team that won't be playing as starters whenever Jonathan Dos Santos and Giovanni Dos Santos are away in the World Cup mm-hmm. with Mexico. So them being on quote unquote the second team makes some sense. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the only thing I could think of is that you would want to, there's two things that I think are a possibility here. One would be that if you are putting all your eggs in the Dos Santos basket and these players who are, are in this lineup are second team players are going to be coming off the bench. Eventually, when they do come off the bench, they are going to need to have some relationship with Gio and Jonah. So getting them time with Gio and Jonah to build a little bit of chemistry, that, that could be part of the thinking is getting them some some continuity there. And then the second thing could be, like you said, uh, Gio and Jonah are going to be gone at, at a World Cup, presumably. So maybe on Saturday, they want to see what their starting lineup looks without those two in it. Again, why do it in March? Uh, but you know, speculation. That's what we do. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, it's its the only <laughs> guess that we sort of have right now. Because um, otherwise, if you remove Jonathan Dos Santos and Giovanni Dos Santos, this is technically the, the second, second team. team. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that Siani has maybe flip-flopped back to the second team, now that's a, a speculation as well. <laughs> but uh, let's see, Stara's started, uh, then Siani started the game, and now it looks like Siani is starting for a second team that just includes Giovanni Dos Santos and Jonathan yeah. Dos Santos. They're, they're keeping us on our toes with that with that move. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to. Uh, this is the second half team outside mm-hmm. of Jonathan Dos Santos and Giovanni Dos Santos. So, uh, you know, from the win over New York City, this it still feels second teamy. So okay. it's just a matter of who's going to fit into those spots whenever you look at the starting lineup for Saturday's game. Whenever mm-hmm. we eventually get to that, but um, this strikes me as weird, and this is why it's really weird in in my case. You had Siggy talking about how he wanted to get these guys playing together. There's so many new pieces. You're doing all these things um, in, in terms of bringing in all these players, and you wanted to get them as much time playing together as possible. If they only go 45 minutes, maybe there's still a chance they go 45 minutes again on Saturday, which seems, again, a weird training regimen yeah. thing to set up. It doesn't, in my mind, it's defeating some purpose here. I, I know you and I had discussed this beforehand. Yeah. Maybe it's a World Cup thing, yeah. but it doesn't feel like that that should be a priority yeah. right now. And, and to argue against myself, which is one of my best traits, is arguing against myself. Um, with this, again, you you maybe you want to experiment and see what your starting lineup looks without looks like without the Dos Santos brothers, but at the same time, the season is going to start, like you said, in 17 days. You could smell it. You want these guys having as much chemistry. You want them coming in hot. You want them on that opening game, the chemistry to be there. So to break that up now and on one day's rest, I don't know that they're going to see a lot of time on Saturday if he's going to play them big minutes tonight. Yeah, I mean, even if they go more than like 30 minutes, it's almost like, why would you start them up and then shut them down again? With only one day's rest, yep. Anyway, so uh, so that game is going on up in Santa Barbara. Again, no stream um, if we get any updates from from stuff as it kicks off. Uh, there's also, you know, a, I can try to look up the bench, which included almost everybody um, <laughs> and included also some, some, some surprises some, some surprises as well. Do you have that in front I of do, you, the bench? I do. Why, why don't you so tell everybody? On the bench, we have David Bingham, Perry Kitchen, Ashley Cole, Daniel Stairs, Roman Alessandrini, Ola Kamara, Ariel Lassiter, Jorgen Schvelnik, Julian Busher. Emmanuel Boateng, Ralph Felcher, Cordell Cato, uh, Nathan Schultz, Justin Vom Stieg, Ethan Zubak, Ulysses Lianez, 
uh, Alex Mendez and Juan Pedro. Yeah. Okay. So, so the so some there's surprises there, the, the surprises there are the two trialists that yep. they have on there that were not currently uh, listed as trialists before. So uh, Cordell Cato is is some of the guys. I have to imagine it rings some people's yes. bells because yeah. this is a former I think San Jose former Earthquakes. San Jose Earthquakes player. So when we saw that on there, we thought this name sounds familiar. We've seen this before. And yeah, he did he did play with uh, the Earthquakes from 2013 to 2017. 111 appearances, seven goals. Again, not a great goal-scoring record, but at the same time, someone who saw regular MLS minutes. So maybe if depth is an issue, uh, striker or in the midfield, maybe this is a spark that you bring in. He's still 25 years old, so maybe maybe he, he could see some first-team minutes or at least maybe get on the squad. Yeah, I mean, and, and this is going to go, I think, to our, our future conversation where we talk about weaknesses for the LA Galaxy. Yeah, I'm working ahead. Sorry, Josh. Yeah, no, it's okay. No, they, <laughs> it was perfect. We, we'll, we'll segue into that a little later, but just look at the weak spots and where the depth issues are and all those things. So, um, again, two trialists. Uh, Siggy's still bringing guys in, giving them you know, some tri- some time to to maybe make an impression. Um you know, this is, I, I haven't even seen, we it, technically in all the games we've seen, there have been no trialists who actually no. took the field. So we're not seeing any of that. Maybe it's just training stuff. Who knows how that all goes? Um, but yeah, it is, it is interesting. Again, Dominic Kinnear possibly going into that San Jose yeah, earthquake that, bag. That, that's definitely where this addition came from. I, there's no doubt in my mind that that's, that's the connection. Which is kind of, again, I always thought that that was good. Um, you have two guys who have played, uh, Siggy Schmidt and Dominic mm-hmm. Kinnear, who have played, who have coached all over the league and at different teams and know everybody, yeah. I have to imagine. Yeah, and if, the, if this guy was a complete bum in San Jose, Dom Kinnear's not going to... Waste his time. ...not even invite him for the trial. So, so I would imagine he knows that you know, he can contribute on some degree. How many roster spots are available? Do you know? Technically speaking right now, they have 24 filled and okay. that doesn't count for any of the uh, draft picks who, who are, so are technically not signed. So, signed. Okay. so they, even Hilliard say who signed a generation Adidas contract, which basically means he has a contract with the league, isn't technically added to the okay. roster. And I check all the time. Okay. All right. So, so that's there's a little bit of space. Yeah, for some of these guys. Yeah, there is. You would think that there's not going to be too much room yeah. there. Um, technically, it's it's roster spots one through twenty hit the salary cap. Uh, twenty one through twenty eight are the reserve team, I think. Or actually, there's even there's even two designations inside yeah. of that that range. And then twenty nine and thirty are reserved for homegrown mm-hmm. players. So that's what max a thirty. Nice. I think minimum of twenty four yeah. is is how it's supposed to work. Uh, the Galaxy do have um, uh, both of their homegrown. They could take. They do have two homegrown yeah. players who can fill twenty nine and thirty. Perfect. So that that still makes some sense in there. So that's what we have from Fresno right now. Um, you know, going up against Fresno FC, who's a USL team, I will say, you know, somebody said, you know, what does this game mean? I would say it doesn't mean a whole bunch, except that LA Galaxy 2 lost to Fresno FC by like a whole uh, a whole ton of goals. I think it was like <laughs> a technical or, term. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think it was like eight or nine, if I remember correctly, and it's the same team off the top of my head. Yeah. So uh, is there, I think there's one guy who probably played on that LA Galaxy 2 team who... Yeah. who well, then they, isn't there a former LA Galaxy player who's... Playing on Fresno, yeah, um, Corvo Corvorubius, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Who I really liked with LA Galaxy okay. too. Yeah, that was a good, that was a good pull. Um, yeah, so he he plays for them. Uh, a USL team, the Galaxy still have. I mean, if you look at the lineup they have on there, they have more than enough talent to win this game yeah. rather handily. Um, so not so much a focus. This was this game was going to be a throwaway. Yeah. We weren't even going <laughs> to talk about it that much. And then you saw the starting lineup come out, and it was uh it was surprising. Full speculation mode. Trying to predict these things is a losing <laughs> battle almost every single time. Um, so yeah, um, it's 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 
it's fun to to see how these teams are. And, and granted, we're not going to see this game at all. Yeah. We might see some highlights later on. So that's about everything that you can hope for to see yeah. how people played and how things go. So. It's a it's a practice, and I think that's that's how you need to look at this. You, you need warm bodies to play against. Why not play against a USL side who's going to be hungry? They're going to give the Galaxy a good game because they're going to be trying to impress right. the MLS side. So I think that it's good to play teams like this in the preseason and build up because you're going to get you're going to get a team who's hungry and want to play well against the Galaxy, and the Galaxy is going to get you know they're, they're going to get their full scrimmage, their good practice in. Well, the other part the other part of this is why does Siggy schedule two? games, you know, back Thursday to back to like Saturday, that. Yeah. And, and it is because you need to get guys minutes now that you're going to start running guys into the 65, 70, 80, 90 minutes yeah. now. Um, so there's, there's not game minutes for everybody exactly. available. Yeah, anymore. We're not doing 30, 30, 30. Yeah. 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 It, it starts to get uh, tight for the guys on the second team, which basically, again, we're going to call <laughs> this the second team with the additions of Jonathan <laughs> or, and Gio. Or depending on your feelings on the Dos Santos brothers, this could be the, the, the real second team. The real second team. Exactly. <laughs> Um, but you know, you call this, th- these guys are going to have tough time getting minutes now from here on out because the galaxy play this Fresno game on Thursday, they play San Jose at the great park in orange County, um, on Saturday. And then the following Saturday, I think it's the 24th, uh, they will host the Vancouver Whitecaps and that's it for then the it's preseason. Game on. It's then it's real games from then on yeah. out. So, and you would imagine that that Vancouver game is a full on mock-up for yes. the, the, the next week. Yeah, I would imagine they would they'd want to ramp down after that game. That'll be the the final test. We'll see yeah. see where they're at. Everybody rests up a little bit. Yeah. You know, there's not the training starts to actually peter out a little bit. Yeah. I mean, this is sort of peak training right yes. here that we're watching right now for the Galaxy um and, and all the all the drills they're doing and all that stuff. So this should be should be it. They've reached the mountaintop <laughs> this weekend um, in terms of yeah. preseason preparation. It'll be a little bit smoother, and then they'll ramp back up just like a regular yep. game for, for that next Saturday is my guess. Um, and then, it's like you said, then it's real yeah. games after that. Portland Timbers come into uh, StubHub Center on March 4th. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's where we sit with Fresno. Now, we look at the game coming up on Saturday against the San Jose Earthquakes. That's a 2 p.m. kickoff time at the Orange County Great Park. Uh, expecting what looks like 5,000 people, which is max nice. capacity. Yeah, it should be fun. A fun, intimate atmosphere at the Great Park. The the tickets are not and have never been on sale to the public. These were all given out to uh, season ticket holders. And uh, I heard that San Jose uh, whined enough that they're getting 100 <laughs> tickets as well for their supporters. kind of what they do, right? They, they whine. That's their, their No comments. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what they do. Oh, I made a comment anyway. Um, so... So yeah, so this is the part, you know, this is this is that next part. So now you look at who the first team is going to be and how this all ends up playing out. This game ends up being a little more important for the Galaxy. One, because it's against San Jose, so you have a Cali Classico. Uh, two, because David Bingham certainly feels wronged by the San Jose Earthquakes, <laughs> so you can expect that he's going to have a little chip on his shoulder. Um, and then three is that it, this is going to be one of those times where the, the guys are trying to stretch their fitness. And, and this is the first stretch real big stretch of the fitness. And I think you're going to see some guys play 90. Maybe some of the defenders will play 90. Um, David Bingham should play 90 minutes, that type of thing. But this is getting prepared for a real game now. Yeah, and I think I'm going to to go back to the Dos Santos conspiracy theory here. So maybe because it is a rivalry game, maybe they're saving these guys. They're thinking that if San Jose takes this game seriously because they don't know how how to turn the off button that you protect your Dos Santos brothers by not putting them in on Saturday. I don't know. I have my tinfoil hat on right I was, now. I was going to say on the line, the fear on the live stream. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to, I was going to say it is, it is that feeling though. I mean, it's a, it, it is a surprise. It's enough of a surprise where 
we, you and I were sitting here getting ready Confused. and we're like, oh, we got this, we got this. And then the lineup comes out and we go, what? No, we don't got this. Yeah, yeah. We, we don't understand anything that's going on right now. Um, by the way, I want to make a correction. Um, I screwed up again, which Uh-oh. is which Are we is recording? Normal. Yeah, no, hit, yeah, record? yeah, I hit the record button. <laughs> uh, uh, Diego came in the chat room and said that G2 lost that 9 nothing game to, uh, to Reno and not Fresno. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're both like eh. flyover places that I wouldn't, you know. I'm going to reserve comment from, <laughs> from that one as well. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, so so that is how it is. Um, so it was uh, it was it was Reno that the Galaxy lost nine to nothing. Fresno is a new team and and can't be. But r- rumor has it is that Siggy told the Galaxy that it was actually Fresno, Fresno. Right. to get them fired up for this game. That's right. Yeah, we had insider information. Mind so, games. So yeah. technically, we're correct. We're still right. That's how it works. <laughs> um, that's how it is. Uh, all right. So that's that's sort of so again. The Saturday game coming up is going to be totally different now but you still expect and and listen they played these preseason starters yeah you should still get your starters but they played these preseason cali classicos before there's they they should everybody expects them i think to be more rivalry game than they than they are now there still could be tempers flared yeah right you could still have they all know each other (laughs) so of course it's gonna get there they already don't like each other to begin with so there's already (laughs) some of that but again it's it's still a preseason game so the ultimate goal here is fitness um and so we'll see how that 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 goes with that all right uh we can talk about that game more if it comes in and out but some of the stuff that i wanted to get to for sure uh before we get to some of the weaknesses the la galaxy have on this 2018 team uh is some of the notebook stuff so let's start with uh with injuries the la galaxy currently have two injuries one of them looks like it's coming back um so so we can almost check it off the off the box but people were asking where ari laster were and bradford jameson the fourth were in the last couple games we haven't seen them play i don't think this preseason um, so, you know, trying to get information and trying to figure that out. Ari Lasseter had a leg or ankle injury. Uh, he's back to full training and he's on the bench tonight. Yeah, at, they're listing him on the bench. Yeah. He very well could get some minutes here at the end of the game. So it wouldn't surprise yes. me at all. So Ari Lasseter is back. Now the, the big deal here is that both of those guys play are backups in the same position, mm-hmm. uh, being that second striker, the third string striker in that line. So Ola Kamara, and then probably one of these guys, unless you want to start moving things around. Mm-hmm. And even if you move some things around, you still may end up getting to one of those guys on the field. Um, So our second injury, though, seems to be a a little bit bigger, um, and we don't have an exact injury cause for this right now. Uh, Bradford Jameson is out. He has not trained or participated in training with the team since before they went to uh, Tucson. Okay. So that's a significant amount of time. Yeah, Um, and especially given last season, um, you know, the Galaxy cut bait with essentially their their entire team. Uh, but the one player that Siggy seemed to really latch onto was Bradford Jamison. So so I was looking forward to seeing him. So the fact that he hasn't been present and not hearing, you know, about an injury before this, you definitely were asking, where is Bradford? Because, you know, he seemed to have made it his his mark enough to impress uh, Siggy last season. So we're looking for him this preseason. Yeah, I think a lot of people were looking for him this preseason. He was sort of that that one youngster that you could <laughs> hang your hat on and say, yeah. okay, look, the Galaxy still There's has something. Still, still promise there. There's still promise. Um, So he has not been training. He has not been participating. I don't know that he traveled up to Santa Barbara with the team. Apparently he did travel up to, uh, to out to Tucson with the team, even though he didn't train okay. with them. Team bonding. Yeah, team bonding. So he was still there. Um, You know, the the kid has had a long history of, of injuries down at LA Galaxy 2 and, and even true. up with LA Galaxy with with concussions, and so you hope it's not that again. Yeah, that's scary if 
Yeah. Yeah. It, especially it, it, when those build up, the accumulation. It, it's too many. And so, um, you know, obviously, uh, we, we wish him the best. Uh, more than, you know, even as a reporter, you w- I don't want to see guys get injured no. and, and not play. So so it would be great if uh, Bradford get back there. The Galaxy need him, though. Yeah. I, I'm, a, I, I'm one who, you know, I, I just finished saying this, but, you know, I was looking forward to see him be part of this lineup, especially with it seems like we're a one trick pony with uh, Kamara up top that you need your Bradford Jamison's, your Ari Lassiter's to step up uh, in that depth role. So I, 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 for one, I'm hoping for the best that, you know, we can get him, get him to see some first team action this season. Yeah, it should be important. So let's see, let's see if he can get back there again. Um, you know, we're, we're, we're so like already tipping off our weakness, <laughs> our weakness stuff. It's funny because we were talking about it beforehand. That's what happens anytime you discuss hey, things. That just means we're good podcasters. We're, we prepped. We're, we prepped and, and we're, and it's linked through yeah, the whole show, it's right? It's a tease. It's we're going to get there. We're going to get there eventually. That's how it goes. Um, maybe a little bit NWSL news, maybe just not really. It's not really news, <laughs> but it's something. Tonight is the night of speculation. Maybe not really, is it? Yeah. It's one of those nights. Yeah, it feels like that. <laughs> All right, it certainly feels like that. Um, the NWSL uh, may be coming to LA. Now, we've heard t- talks of LAFC possibly putting in an NWSL, this is National Women's Soccer League, for all those who don't know the acronym. <laughs> I apologize. Um, the NWSL, we've heard of LAFC, but the question always been whether the LA Galaxy would get in on that. Um had some conversations with some people, did some things. It's got the scoop, guys. Got the scoop. Got the scoop. <laughs> I would say here's the here's what I've always been told. No, 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 no. Okay, so um, the fact that I didn't get told no, 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 right. no, no. That's a, that's movement. People are thinking about it. Certainly with the addition of the girls' academy, um, which is huge for the uh, uh, LA yeah. Galaxy and for the for the community around. Um, I think there's 40 girls who are in this. Yeah, I remember seeing yeah. seeing that. Yeah, 40 girls, fully funded. This means they're not paying for anything. Education and soccer. I mean, that's awesome across a whole bunch of different age levels. My only complaint has been, what are you doing with Where are they going? Where are they going? (laughs) It's the bridge to nowhere. It it feels like it. And and granted, and I said at one point, I think I said, is that this feels like a PR stunt, right? Because it's like, hey, they're not going anywhere. So why are you doing it? It's a drain on the economics of the galaxy, certainly, for a team that maybe last year was like, hey, we're spending too much money. You're like, hey, you're spending a whole bunch of money on an academy. this is a tax write-off. Yeah, (laughs) could be, right? Um, I would say that it's not a PR stunt. I would call it a community service as of right now, which which is better, Uh, certainly better. It's a nicer way to spin it. I am totally... Some people took that, the the fact that I said it was a PR stunt to mean that like I wasn't for a girls... I'm totally for a girls academy. (laughs) I just wanted to see it go somewhere. Yeah, it doesn't matter how, how... whether you call it a publicity stunt, a, a PR move, a, a charity movement, whatever you want to call it, the, the bottom line is you are getting 40 girls who are involved with the LA Galaxy organization and they're getting, you know, they're getting their education, they're getting their games. Uh, I saw them, they had a signing day where these girls are going to college, signing yeah. with teams. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's really a great, a great thing. But like you said, with... With no W in it. Now I'm just making names yeah, up. Just, well, it, th- th- there's been like four different leagues, to be fair. It cut me a little WPS, bit. WPS, yeah, right? Exactly. Women's Professional. Wait, no. WPL? No, I don't remember. I'm, <laughs> we'll I'm, Google it. Women's you Soccer League. Fact, WSL. That's what it was. I, th- I think I, it was WPSL. Women's yeah. Professional Soccer League. <laughs> Not Pumpkin Spice League. People are just like t- <laughs> turning the ball to them. <laughs> they're, they're throwing stuff at their YouTube stream right now. But again, the question, and it's been discussed on end, with no team, then why fund this academy? So yeah. so maybe this is, you know, you're not hearing no anymore. Maybe there's a light at the end of the tunnel. You I, think if these are young girls who you're developing, maybe the, the end goal is at some point. 
it's certainly a huge financial commitment if you're going to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Because uh, AEG went in with uh, with Blue Star whenever they did the LA Soul. I remember yeah. going to those games. I enjoyed with those Marta. games. With Marta. That's right. It was, <laughs> and she was great, by the yeah. way. Seeing her in person was always fun. Uh, I loved when they did double headers with the Galaxy because you could just go early. You watch the the, the women's game and you'd stay for the men's game. It's an it easy fix. Easy. And I, I always said if they would have done more of that, I think maybe they could have been more successful <laughs> with that type of thing. Understood. Difficult to do sometimes. That's fine. Um, but everybody always said economically it wouldn't make any sense to do it again in Los Angeles, and it didn't make any sense then to do it. Now, that's been a while since that got disbanded. Mm-hmm. Um, so seeing that the, the NWSL is having some stability issues still, there's still some teams went away, one got moved. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's okay. I understand. Yeah. It's growing pains. You have to figure yeah. it out. Uh, the women's, the women's soccer is not gigantic. Like, and they're still a young league too. You know, major league soccer went through their, their bumps and bruises and, you know, their Miami fusions and Tampa Bay mutinies and all those teams that, that have folded and, and come and gone. So it's not without, it's not without precedent that leagues go through, through sessions like this. Yeah. yeah. So, so when you get to all of that, the fact that the galaxy aren't saying no, 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 no anymore, <laughs> yeah. that means, okay, again, huge financial commitment if you're going to do it. But if they're going to do it, they have they have the academy. Yeah. That's Announce sort of it now. Say it now. <laughs> yeah, right now. <laughs> Just give me a call. You can you can say it on the uh, on the show for sure. Um, but yeah, so that's where we stand with NWSL. Again, nice. not huge news, nothing major, that type of thing. Um, so, so you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah, that's that's the status. Right there's now. there's always a chance. That's for sure. All right, now we get to um, some season ticket numbers. Uh, talking with some people again, I will, I will preface this right off the bat by saying the LA galaxy do not release their season ticket holder numbers. So trying to get this information is always (laughs) like top secret. It's top secret, pulling (laughs) nails, all sorts of things. Here's the, here's the deal is that, um, the galaxy seem to be looking around 75 to 8,000 in terms of season ticket members in 2018. That's at least the information that I was given. Whether that's 100% accurate information, we'll have to like sort of suss it out and see where it all goes with that. Um, that number feels about right. It does. Yeah. It, it, it has for yeah. a while. I mean, mm-hmm. that's sort of where they've hovered yeah. and been and, and that type of thing. Now, um, could it have been as high as 9,500 in 2017? Maybe. Uh, even that number feels high to me. For, so, for last season, I, I think that'd be a stretch. It feels, it, again, it feels that way. Granted, some mm-hmm. people just stop going to games, yeah. so it's always <laughs> tough to judge by uh, by the... Um, by, by just the attendance mm-hmm. alone. Um, even during the David Beckham era, I should point out that season ticket numbers were not very high. Yeah, which is, it's interesting that you point that out too, because I look at that, it's it's almost an impressive feat by the Galaxy. The fact that with only 8,000 8, uh, season ticket members, that you're still selling around 20,000 per game. You're, you're getting a lot of people into games. And I'm one of the one of those casuals, as you would say, uh, you know, I don't buy season tickets, but I'm I'm good for five to six games a year, and, that, and that's what those are the type of people who you're getting on a regular basis, which is it's a feather in the cap for the galaxy. It's a good thing for them. Yeah, yeah, it it, it is. And so I always thought it's crazy because David Beckham time it was you know sellout was twenty seven thousand yeah. people. So you figured that there's Get eight thousand on the berm, eight thousand, and you're getting nineteen thousand <laughs> yeah. walkups, yeah. like or you know at least yeah. pre, you know single game tickets plus walkups mm-hmm. and all those things. I mean that's that's impressive. So anyway. That, that's sort of where you stand right now. Now, I would expect that the numbers were down from last year. That's not... Absolutely. Eh, no one would be shocked. Worst season yeah. <laughs> in in MLS history, yeah. or for the Galaxy at least, worst season in, in franchise history. So so horrible. 8-18-8, eight, eight, uh, three wins at home, 
Yeah, horrible season. We've moved on, Josh. Yeah, We've we, moved on. Nobody's moved on. <laughs> Trust me. Um, so you look at all those. So now you look at the season ticket holder numbers and, and where that, if you only lost like 500, if you only lost that, it would make sense. That's, and, a win. And, That's almost a win. Considering yeah. the season that they had last year, if they only lost 500 people, then that that is a win because the product that they put on the field and the disheartened fans that you saw, to, you would have thought that a lot more people would, would not renew or would flock you know, to to the guys across town. So if if that if that's a, a minuscule amount that it dropped, then that's not too bad. That's fine. So, and so they'll earn them back. So the other thing is that you know, at one point there's a Sports Illustrated number, which is out. I'm telling you right now, that number's out in left field, about like eleven thousand four hundred nice. or something like that. That said, that's what it was in 2017. It was never. <laughs> that's fake news, was, Josh. Yeah, it, it feels like it. It feels like it. That was never. So anyway, just look at look at those numbers and and sort of see where they fit with what you think and everything. Now, and everybody has anecdotal evidence, and trust me, I've seen it all. <laughs> Listen. My friend's cousin's brother told me he's not buying tickets. He's not buying tickets. So <laughs> tickets got to be down by 3,000. You know, somebody told me, somebody said, and this is true. I'm not blaming, yeah. the, I'm not saying it's not true, but it's anecdotal. I can't yeah. quantify that, <laughs> all right? Not everybody's on Twitter, so they yeah. can't all tell me. You know, somebody's like, oh, I didn't renew, and my two friends didn't renew, and total, that's a total of 17 tickets that didn't come. Okay. okay. Yeah, I, I believe yeah. you. Add it all up. Add, I, don't know, I don't know that there wasn't somebody who went out and bought 17 yeah. season ticket numbers that's that also totally true. wipes it out. Um, so you look at all those things and, and just differently, and certainly the galaxy with what they did in the off season have to be, yeah. uh, you know, applauded because you know, they were spiraling down a drain. It felt yeah. like, and now all of a sudden they're, they, it feels like this team is competitive and is going to be back in yeah. 2018. And that probably sold some tickets all by itself. I, I would imagine. Cause I, 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 for one, um, again, n- not being a regular season ticket member, um, after last season, Obviously, I wasn't going to go out and buy season tickets now after last season. But I think there are people who maybe made that decision. I'm not buying season tickets. But then you see what the moves they made, and I could see people being swayed. Okay, you got me back. Because at one point, they obviously cared enough to be season ticket members. So I'm sure with the moves they made, they say, okay, the the team seems to have its head on its shoulders. They're making moves going in the right direction. I'm coming back. You buy low, Eric. Yeah. You buy low, all right? That's I, that's not how I season... Should, I should have signed up last year. <laughs> that's not how season ticket wor- works at all. That's not how it works. Uh, they didn't get cheaper over the yeah, rest of the season. Absolutely. That would be great, by the way, is the better your team does, the more expensive it gets. And then the, the worse they do, the cheaper it gets. So by the end Seems of the... Seems fair to me. By the end of the... They're paying you to come to games, and that that, that makes 100% sense. All right. So anyway, so that's it. Listen, we'll, we'll continue to update numbers and do the whole sorts of things and, and try to keep you updated on exactly where that all is. If we we get them uh and we can get them confirmed and if we can get them from people who want to tell us so that's sort of where you sit with season ticket holders so that's that was sort of the galaxy notebook i put up on the uh on the website go to corner of the galaxy.com where you can find that if you want um and you can uh, you can read all the details that i that i put in there for all these things all right again you're doing the lord's work josh doing the compiling yeah, all that information yeah from i'm the sure diehards. i'm sure there's some people who don't think i'm doing the lord's work <laughs> that's for sure um, so anyway, so that's where we sit with the Galaxy. Now, again, game on Saturday. Um, so that's going to tell us a whole bunch again about the Galaxy. Um, maybe not as much as we were hoping, though, with the lineup change. So yeah. we have that. But now let's go and, and pay attention to the Galaxy and where we think they're the weakest. Because here's the problem is the offseason was so good in terms of most Major League Soccer teams, I mean, there's a bunch of the analysts are saying that the Galaxy probably had the best offseason. Granted, they had the most, they almost they, the most to build. They needed to. <laughs> they needed to. Uh, LAFC probably needed like three more players in the Galaxy. But overall, you know, it was uh, it was the Galaxy uh, having a really good offseason. Uh, almost looked like an expansion team at some points with the amount of players yeah. that they needed to pick up and, and put together. But they put it together coherently this time. Uh, all the pieces look good, but there are still some areas here that should worry people. 
Um, it's not all 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 rainbows and butterflies and <laughs> and unicorns and pot of gold with the uh, with little leprechauns and all sorts of things. That, that's glitter. not yeah and glitter yeah yeah and and, sp- and rainbow sprinkled <laughs> donuts yeah there's not all those things are there. Um, so the where do you see the galaxy and, and you look across the entire formation the starting lineup. Overall, I'm is, happy with the starting lineup I, as is. Yeah. I think everybody is right. Even mm-hmm. even though it's Zlatan's. <laughs> I'm getting drink. Si- everyone drink. Yeah, he I'm, said it. <laughs> I'm getting sick of the Zlatan stuff. In case you guys couldn't tell as well, uh, Pato and Zlatan may be very like on evil e- equal bounds yeah, here. Pato very, really is fake news. At least there's a little. There's little something, something to the Zlatan. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. There is. Um, and but let's just do that update while okay. we're talking about him. Uh, house hunting in Los Angeles apparently. Apparently, house hunting in Los Angeles. Again, I don't know what the sources are and, and what that means. They're, you know, again, take it back. This is a, a running joke that we do over on uh, the Guys in Shorts podcast that I, that I co-host. Is LeBron's coming to the Lakers because <laughs> he bought two houses in Los Angeles. So he, there's no other reason that you know, uh, other than he's coming to the Lakers. So it could very well be if what we know about Zlatan, he wants to get into Hollywood. He wants to be involved. Uh, in US, the U.S. market at some point. So he could just be buying this house as a future move anyway. So it's not necessarily a link uh, to the L.A. galaxy, but it does it does make you think. Maybe it is. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> it, it, it certainly seems like, <sighs> again, none of this stuff means anything until it does. That's it, how I always yeah, have Josh, to like... Josh's blood is boiling. I could see it from the other side here. It's, it's it, he's looking for <laughs> retirement stuff, right? Yeah. So so if you're retiring, why wouldn't you want to retire right. in Los Angeles? Yeah. I want to retire in Los Angeles. 14 bedroom, uh, 15 bath. Bel Air <laughs> yeah, mansion. Be, yeah. Yeah. Get it, it done sense. with a pool and a zoo. Yeah. Lion's den. Apparently looking in Bel Air and Beverly Hills, by the nice. way, in case you wanted to be uh, neighbors with Zlatan. I'm getting on Zillow right now. I'm going <laughs> to see what I can get for my home. That's exactly how it goes. <laughs> that's what works for me. Um, all right. So anyway, so that's the Zlatan thing. Now we go back to the weak, weakest part. Um, there's, again, the Galaxy did a really good job. We're happy with the starting lineups. But even in the starting lineup, there are question marks right now. Mm-hmm. I have to start with the defense. Okay, so you had the worst defense ever, basically, since the beginning of time for the LA Galaxy. Gave up so many goals. Um, and I think all of the people listening remember every single one of those goals as well. <laughs> um, gave up so many goals, it it's, it's, it's blows your mind about how many goals they gave up. So they go and they do a revamp. Kind of. I mean, yeah. there's a bit of a revamp that you have. You have Ashley Cole, who's returning. Cool. All right, great. And Ashley Cole, captain, by the way. Yes, captain, that. captain Cap, yeah. Cole. Captain Cole. Um, which sounds like a Star Trek yeah. <laughs> character. Good. All right. I think um, the Marvel Universe is releasing Captain Cole. That works. Phase four. That works. I like it. <laughs> um, so so Ashley Cole there. Uh, they bring in Shelvik. Uh, you have Steris and Siani battling back and forth about who's that second center back spot right now. And I don't know who it is. Yeah. It seems like it's a pretty 50-50 battle right now. Uh, and then you have uh, Rolf Felcher out on the right-hand side. So those are your starters that we know of right now. Um there's question marks all over the place in every single position there. So, I mean, where, where do you want to start? Which one of those guys? I, th- I think the interesting thing about defensively, you could say that that is the biggest question mark, but you could also say that's where they reinforce the most because at the very least they threw bodies at it and, and the backups that they have and the way they drafted with Hilliard Arce, they have Romney. They, they have – it's – Last year, I think they were they were struggling to fill those roles. We saw Rafa Garcia filling in, you know, in places. So I think now they at least have the bodies, and so that's the good news. But I think the biggest question mark right now is going to be uh, Shvelnik. I'm messing that up. Shelvik. Shelvik. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Yeah, whatever. don't worry. I'm, I'm in here the to neighborhood. Help. I'm, I'm, here, yeah. I'm in the neighborhood yes, here. Yes. So and then Felcher because it could be that these guys are, are studs or it could be that they're duds. We we don't know. So I think that's that's the question mark. Are those two with Siani or Stairs? Regardless of what your feelings are on those two players, you know who they are. We still don't know about the other two. So I, I think that's the question mark. Is uh, this could be a home run out of the park, a yellow Van Dam from two years ago, or you know we could be you know. In covering trouble. our face, not yeah, yeah. Cover up the goal. Everyone getting goal. Well, here's the thing, and and you look at it. Um, Shelvick, at least in the in the minutes we've seen him so far, Eric have, have felt has felt like part he, of the team. He could be. He could be the guy, just fine. Mm-hmm. So so you know you look at that and you say you don't want to get too high or too yeah. low on him, but he feels like he'll do just fine. I'm not worried, particularly worried about that. Okay. There's st- in the back of my mind, it's still there. Yeah. But I'm gonna say for right now, we're okay there. Okay. That's fine. All right, you go over to um, to Siani and Steris. I don't know who's going to be the better, and that's probably a little bit of an issue because yeah. they're both not great sometimes. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know what it is. You're right. getting you know you're getting your 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 C plus. You know maybe you you with um you know your I'm gonna call him Jorgen. Jorgen, yeah. <laughs> you, you could get an A. You could get a D. You don't. You, we don't know. But it but with Siani and stairs, you know what you're getting. Yeah, which will be not great. Not great, not terrible. Not terrible, somewhere in the middle. Just hope that they don't have speedsters up front, whoever we're playing. So then you get over to to Rolf Felcher, and he's the biggest question mark, Mm -hmm. and I agree with you uh, in sort of that. Although I would say another huge question mark is Ashley Cole for a different reason. All right, but but Rolf Felcher there has seemed. Listen, I I really like to see the guy's work ethic. He seems like he works hard. He runs hard. All that stuff. The problem is when he runs hard, it doesn't necessarily get him anywhere. He seems like he's not the <laughs> not the fleetest of foot. All okay. right, um, and I like guys who are quick. You don't have to be yeah. fast. And there's a difference. There between, is a difference. There's yep. a difference. Mm-hmm. And I've said it many times. The guy, everybody on this again podcast, just turning it off right now. They're like, how many times does Josh have to say it? I know. If you could see me on the video, I exude quickness. quickness. I know the difference between yes. quickness and speed. Yes, you and I both. <laughs> seem like cat-like reflexes, quick people. I, I understand Im- immediately. Um, so, so you know, he, he doesn't feel like either right now, and that's a little bit of a worry okay. for me. I do think he's smart, and he seems to take the proper and correct angles, but the guy has been playing all over Europe at like 17 million different teams over <laughs> the years and doesn't necessarily stay there very long. Okay. So that could be a question mark. To me, it's the man bun. That's the questionable choice that, that I think puts him, at, gives me the question mark. Here's here's why it's not a huge issue, at least in my mind, is that uh, Emre Clementa, who came from Sacramento Republic, is his backup on the well, right there's side. There's your depth there. And and so it's sort of like, am I losing that much? If Felcher yeah. goes away, I'm probably not. And Clementa mm-hmm. may actually be the better long-term guy in this position. Granted, there's tons of people who like are yelling and screaming at me that he's a center back. And I'm like, yeah, he can play there. But this is a guy who's going to play right back right now. That's where his I, spot I is. I think at center back, I think that's where we're, that's where those spots, those jobs are taken. So, so um, Clementa, he's going to fill in either on the right. I think he could possibly fill in on the left too, because the one thing that we're afraid to say, we probably don't want to speak ill of our captain. Uh, he is 37 years old. So, so you're going to, I don't think he's going to, you know, play all 34 games and be uh, the stalwart. We're going to need some backup and some depth at that position. Yeah. And you have Dave Romney over yeah. there, which again, you kind of know what you get with Dave Romney. But he's Romney. a center back, Josh. But yeah, yeah, he, <laughs> actually, he tells me yeah. he's a center back all the time. So he's, he's always like, he's a striker. I play center back. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, I think you play left back. I'm, yeah. I'm going to, ch- let me double check. Yeah. You play left back. Yeah. Let me look at your stats. Yeah. So, I mean, but that, that is a huge issue. Whenever you look at it, that every, 
everybody across that back line. I feel okay with David Bingham in goal. Mm -hmm. All right. Now there's a huge drop off between him and Silvestri right now. That's, that is scary. I will give you that. That's a scary part. So again, we, I did a show calling it, you know, the most important, who's the most important player for the LA galaxy. Right. And I based that importance off of what's the biggest drop off. So who can you really not afford to lose because there's somebody and it's Ola Kamara and Mm -hmm. it's David Bingham right now. Those are probably my two biggest, like both, both bookends there. Yeah. Yeah. Which is not a great place to be. Yeah. Um, but even saying Kamara, let's go to that other side of the formation now and go up to striker. We talked about injuries with Ari Lassiter and Bradford Jameson. Those are the backup depth right now for Ola Kamara. Um, there's lots of reason. There's lots of ways you can tweak a lineup, by the way, in order to get like uh, Alessandrini up at striker yeah. or Giovanni dos Santos and put somebody else or underneath him. Jad up there if or, he's not fully healthy playing on the wing or Boateng. Yeah. You know, like you could do all these things. You can make you can force somebody into that spot, yeah. and that probably means that you have okay depth and coverage overall once you yeah. swing that. But you're going to take guys out of their preferred playing positions when you do it, and so that's not a thing that you want to have happen either. So really. The, the biggest issue for me in, in terms of depth is still the Galaxy as a striker. There is not another one right now. And the drop-off is so big if you have to, if you lose Kamara, Kamara's yeah. going to get a knock or two during the yeah. season. And 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 maybe we're, <laughs> it's maybe it's bad luck to say this, but we always, the joke, you know, the past few seasons is, well, when the Galaxy gets healthy, I think two years ago, you know, that, that MLS Cup winning team on paper, uh, you know, we thought, well, this team's got it, but they just were never healthy and they kept getting these knocks and kept getting these injuries. So what's to say that these injuries are going are not going to happen. So I, I agree that Kamara, um, I, I mentioned earlier, he's a, kind of our one trick pony. If he goes down, then the, the galaxy should really be concerned. So we just hope that he stays healthy and he contributes because if he goes down, we do have to pull, go into that Rafa Garcia filling in in defense territory. You're going to get Emma Boateng, striker Emma Boateng, lone striker, target yeah. striker. <laughs> yeah. But, but, and we can Dave. move things around. And, and the thing I think we'll see if they're trying today again with no stri- live stream, but Chris Pontius, you know, can sometimes play that forward role. He has a knack for goal. So maybe he's a guy you can put up there. Yeah. It almost feels like in the way that they've been playing him in the preseason is that he is going to be sort of that second guy. Maybe mm-hmm. he fills in for Giovanni Dos Santos at yeah. the end of games. Maybe he fills in for the up for the up top striker. Yeah. Um, so you're right. I mean, and I, and I totally glossed over him. He may be just the, the second string guy off the bench. That's yeah. going to play that role. And then it's still, you know, Bradford and, and Laster underneath that so but the bottom line is that it goes like this pretty quick yeah. with Kamara being it's a big jump yeah yeah, yeah. He, he, Kamara even Kamara to Pontius is a big yeah. jump you know <laughs> absolutely um and, and I think Chris Pontius has been doing a, a decent enough job in in the showing I mean here's the thing with the second team that is tough to sort of put together Eric is that these guys aren't supposed to play together yeah like the second Very team true. is never all supposed to play together. That's not how <laughs> that works. Which is my argument why, why you put the Dos Santos is in there because at least they'll have someone for the first team to to gel with. Yeah, it's it's just it, it's so so. Whenever you watch them and they look disjointed, it's sort of like, well, that's okay. <laughs> what did you the, expect? Yeah, they're not supposed <laughs> to play together. Um, so yeah, and the fact that they scored two goals in the game against New York City against a ten man team exactly with a man down. Yeah, it just, be careful with that. It just doesn't work for me at all. So that I mean, that's I'm not I'm not worried about it, but that's that's something that again you watch and you sort of have to see so whenever you're looking at second team performances or anything this look at individuals because you can't look at team stuff very much did you see sparks of something nice from the player that you're looking at like legit had a good second half uh or set yeah in the second half in the new york city game in the, the 35 minutes he played that was a good showing by him that was something that you wanted to see and granted he didn't score but he was involved yeah. and active and you're like okay yeah yeah that that feels right yeah and, or you look at you know kamara you say well, first, 
Alessandrini dinging it off the post, the fact that he created his own shot, put it on target. That's a good thing. Right. It's a good thing that you're seeing that. And then, uh, you know, with Ola smacking it in the goal, you say, well, all he had to do was hit it in. But we would have killed for someone to do that last season. So the fact that we have a striker who's going to, you know, kick, you know, kick the air out of the ball as he, as he strikes it. That's nice to see. He did guy put it on target. He didn't miss the wide open no, goal. No, he did not. That was a good thing. <laughs> Take that as a positive. Yes, that's a good thing that, you know, the guy who was teed up nailed it. Yeah. And, and you know, and he slips beforehand. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was a totally lucky play and that's fine. Yeah. You're going to need some of those. So, yeah. Hey, get them. But firing. he knew what to do he, in that situation. That's exactly. Uh, that's good. Um, let's see. I'm trying to see. First of all, I would like to say the chat room is very impressed by you, nice. your, the way you dressed. <laughs> I took <laughs> off the tie. I almost, I almost wore the tie. For, for the YouTube stream, but I didn't want to one-up you, Josh. Yeah, I, I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that. That's, that's good. But uh, yeah, so I mean, so that's sort of where you look at the galaxy and, and where are all these situations of, you know, the weakest and, 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 and all these things. The coal issue is still a big issue for me. Um, and I don't think people are, people don't want to talk about it. Because they don't, you don't want to say it. Exactly. You, nobody <laughs> wants to say it. But you, you said it well with yeah. the fact he's 37 years old. Um, he played a ton of games over the last two years too. And he's been balling out. He's been playing very well. So to go three seasons straight at his age and play, play as well as he's been playing to expect that same performance is, is scary. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how, I mean, if you're Siggy Schmidt, you're like, Oh, when's it going to happen? <laughs> right. But yeah. that's how you should be. And when it happens, it happens fast as we saw with Robbie Keane. So you just hope that, you know. We they, don't. Yeah. Let's just stop, not talk about it I was going to say, say <laughs> you, you, you still have to. Now, again, the thing that the Galaxy did this year, and it, it's tough because you're trying to develop, you know, these mental depth charts in your head. Mm-hmm. And you say, well, who can who who goes here if this person goes out? The thing that they did was they got a whole bunch of interchangeable pieces. They're like yeah. all Lego pieces. You yep. can stack them and, yep. and put them on any different way that you want and yeah, create like, a different yeah, picture. We don't have the cube. It's okay. We'll get two of the flat ones and put those together. That yeah. works, yeah. too. But, like, you know, so if Cole goes down, they're, oh, what would happen if Ashley Cole goes down? Well, technically, right now you can move Shelvick over to yeah. left back, and you could have Siani and Stairs in center. Mm-hmm. And do you, and we're is, okay. is that a horrible <laughs> lineup? I mean, that's yeah. not a horrible thing. So, even whenever we said, you know, that there's weak spots, there are, and you can see them. The only place they're not weak is the midfield because they have about 700 midfielders. <laughs> well, and that was the thing last year. We we had stockpiled plenty of midfielders last season, and this year we're in a similar situation. A lot of midfield pieces, uh, guys that you could shift around. Again, going back to today's lineup. Uh, we saw Husidic, uh, Dos Santos, um, legit, and we we didn't know where were these guys going to play, and that that's a good thing because these guys could play in in a number of different positions. Yeah, they can. They can go all over the place yeah. and and easily slot into different positions because you know Husidic is more of a central midfielder, but he's yeah. probably playing right back exactly. in the formation with for the Fresno. players that you saw on the on the starting lineup. You think, well, Husidic, I would, you always see him in the middle, but given the players that are there. I don't know that I'd put him in the middle in that situation. The second half of New York City, the Galaxy had a uh, a, a second. Um, actually, we have a phone call, so let's nice. let's get to that instead because this is way this way more fun. Let me uh, <laughs> let me see if I can do this correctly. Eight one eight. Who's this? Hey, this is Matt Josh. Hey, Matt. Thanks for calling in, buddy. What do you got for us? All right. So two questions. One. What's going on with the goalkeeper position? I still don't understand why we gave up John Kempen for a USL pick and then using our newest Galaxy Two player as a backup to the backup. I mean, why didn't we keep Kempen? We didn't use the trade in the fourth round of the uh, the reallocation draft or the reentry draft. Right. What, what's, 
What's going on with that? Yeah, well, and, and we talked a little bit about this, Matt, is the fact that it looked like Siggy Schmidt had had it with all three goalkeepers. So you had Diop sent off, you had Kempen sent off, and you had Rowe sent off. Uh, Kempen may have seemed like the best of those three. The statistics would tell you it's Brian Rowe was the best of those three. Um, so regardless of, you probably got rid of a piece that maybe you shouldn't have, but it didn't seem like Siggy was willing to re-up any of those yeah, guys. It seemed like it, it was an emotional decision given how many goals they gave up, um, that that was the reason that they just said, you know what, we're going to start from scratch. But I agree with you a hundred percent that if there was a guy they were going to keep around, it probably would have been Kempen because he was a guy who you could tell wanted to be in LA. He was an effort guy. He seemed like he wanted to fight for a spot. So why not, if, even if you're going to bring Bingham in or if they brought someone else in, he's a guy that could fight for a number one spot, so why not keep him? So uh, you're 100% in thinking what we should have probably kept him, but, but I totally see what you're saying. Siggy just wanted to clean house. Yeah, Matt, the other thing that you have to understand is anytime you see those trades, like the Galaxy did not renew the options on all three of those goalkeepers like immediately after the season was done. So those trades, I think MLS mandates that something has to be traded instead of guys just being basically we'll released. A, a case of water bottles. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. So, so, so they knew that pick was useless whenever they got it. So okay. it wasn't like they were trying to use it. They were just simply offloading Kempen. Okay. And then with the Felcher argument... Are we not pursuing a more seasoned backup in the right-back position because we're anticipating that uh, Van Anholt will be back? I mean, I, I can't imagine if we go down, we'll have the depth we need until June or July when, his, you know, when he's healed. Yeah, uh, Van Anholt's not on the roster. Uh, he's more than likely not coming back. It's just a matter of probably contract deals more than anything. The Galaxy didn't want to exercise a contract where the guy wouldn't be ready for the uh, beginning of the season. You have, technically, there's a bunch of guys who can play over at that right-back spot. So, again, there's guys that maybe it's not their perfect position, Matt, but it is guys who can play that. Clementa seems like he's going to be a really good backup. I'm actually really high on him, so he may end up being a starter by the end of the season. So, um, and that may be regardless of sort of how the how uh, Siggy Schmidt and, and how Rolf Felcher sort of do or if he's injured or anything like that. So that's one thing. Uh, he'll, uh, they're, they're talking about possibly playing uh, Hugo Ariano out there as well. Um, so there's guys who can play in that position. And I think even there's some talk of Hilliard Arce possibly going out to that, even though he's a center back. Uh, they have another guy I think they drafted who can be playing that position. Uh, Nate Schultz, I think, is, is his name for yeah. the the draft pick mm -hmm. who also came out of Stanford in their three-time national championship team. So there are guys there now, whether or not they're not pursuing anybody that I know of at the yeah, right back. I don't role. think they're pursuing anyone. I think uh, they are hoping that, that Felcher is the guy and, and they'll probably slot, you know, Romney in there. Uh, Hilliard Arce looks like he's an athlete, so right. you could probably shift him anywhere. You know, you might, he even seems like the type of guy you could, you know, slot in defensive midfield, even though I know that's not his position, but he seems like the type of player that is versatile in that way. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think they're pursuing anyone else. They're just uh, hoping these moves pan out. Yeah, I think worst case scenario, you might even be able to slot Shelvick over there and yeah. sort of do the, the, the wrong foot side of things <laughs> uh, with the left back. So they do have options, but I mean, you know, you heard us talk about it. That seems like it's a spot that is a question mark. And so whether or not, uh, you know, Clementa comes up and takes that spot or whether the Galaxy have to shift a whole bunch of things. The bottom line is they're, they're in better shape than they were last season where they started the season without a right back. Yeah, they have they have an option there. Yeah. So uh, it may right. not pan out. We may be better off with if we got, you know, the best center back in the world. But I don't think he's walking through the door. Yeah. Uh, that's not where the Galaxy is going to pursue if they're going to make an addition. It's not going to be a right back. So we have the guys that we have and we have backup options, which is nice. All right, Matt, anything else? Uh, can I ask an off-the-cuff question? Off-the-cuff, go for it. 
the allocation order, do you think we'll save that for after the World Cup to see if there's any promising talent to reinforce, or do you think we don't need to move on that at this point and maybe trade it for Gam, Tam, or Jam? Yeah, you, you might. Yeah. Drink, if you heard Jam, Tam, or Jam. jam that's right. That's, so that's, that's what I do it. at home when I play the home game. Uh, I didn't. You didn't tell me about it. You just drink alone, <laughs> don't you? I understand. Um, okay, so the allocation order, the Galaxy should technically have the first allocation order, because I think Orlando traded with Dallas, and Orlando's going to use it. If they haven't used it, they were going to use it. Um, so the Galaxy said either first or second. That is a good tradable option if the Galaxy think that they can get something or they need something. Maybe they need targeted allocation money for the summer to bring in somebody, and so they could Someone trade that. looking for a house, Maybe. Yeah, maybe somebody who's looking for a house <laughs> in Los Angeles. I don't know. You know, things like that. Um, so you could, po- it's a good position to be in for the Galaxy. The thing that you don't want to do is you don't want to sit on it the whole season. It goes away at the end of the season. Yeah. So if you're going to make something, the longest you want to hold it is probably into that summer transfer window, and you do something with it at that point. And you bring up a great point because the World Cup is going to be a showcase, and you're going to have these countries who there's always the, your, your surprises, your Iceland's, your uh, New Zealand. So maybe someone from these smaller countries, you know, impresses and maybe that's someone who we can, you know, a realistic option for us. All right, Matt. Are we good? Yep. Thanks. See you on Saturday at the open house. Awesome. I like to hear Ooh, that. Ooh, that down. was good. One, we have one person <laughs> coming, Eric. That is a good news for me. All right. Um, no, I mean, all those were good questions. And, and when yeah. you look at it again, it's like trying to do a Rubik's Cube with some of this stuff is, yeah. the, and the, the sides don't all have to match, no. <laughs> so there's like millions of combinations that you can do for it. So when you start peeling the stickers off and shifting them to the other side here. Yeah, the Galaxy were smart in how they went about things this offseason, and I feel like they got, for the most part, now Siggy says that he overpaid for Kitchen. That's what he says. Uh, but he said it before the Kamara deal, so I had a feeling it was a little bit of negotiating yeah. power, okay? Yeah. That he overpaid for Kitchen and overpaid for Bingham. Okay. okay, so they were they thought they were going to get him for a price, and they paid too much. Okay, sure, whatever, Siggy. You know, again, all before Kamara. It's just money, guys. All it's before, just money. All before Kamara comes on. <laughs> um, so you know, you look at that and and you say, okay, they've made smart moves. So now, how can you leverage that allocation spot? And that's what it's going to be about. Maybe there's an American player that they want to bring in. That's okay. going to be available because that's what it's for. It's for yeah. the allocation order. Um, and people send me names all the time. The Galaxy should get this guy with the allocation. I'm like, sure, whatever. It, it, that means nothing until you know there's interest from the team in order to want to do it. All right. Then excuse, excuse me if I didn't fully understand the yeah. how it all works. Yeah, here. that's right. Figure it, figure it <laughs> out. I don't know how half this stuff works either. I try really hard. Uh, I get yelled at all the time, by the way. So, uh, you know, that's a, that's a fun thing. Um, yeah, so that's where it sits with the Galaxy. Again, there's uh, the uh, Fresno game is going on right we now live? up in Santa Barbara. Barbara. Um, Galaxy's up 4-0. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> play by play. Another goal. Um, I'm seeing like, uh, let's see, no updates? Game on. So seven minutes ago, just seven minutes ago, it was game on in Santa Barbara. All right. So I thought the game was supposed to start at 730. 730 and mm-hmm. it's a 7.53. So we're going to get... It's wine country. They, they, they take their time over there. <laughs> it's on wine time. Uh, I can understand that. Um, so yeah, so that's how it goes with <laughs> with the Galaxy, um, you know that. The Fresno game is going to be telling. We'll watch the minutes. Uh, we don't have that information as we're recording right now, so that's not going to happen. Um, but we'll sort of be able to tell what that is on set for Saturday. And Saturday is going to be the big sort of question mark about who you think the starting lineup is and how long those starters go. Again, uh, depending on what happens at the, in Santa Barbara with the Fresno game, it could be you know a whole different lineup. I mean, yeah. you could still see Jonathan Dos Santos and Geo play in yeah. the second half they for might, 30 minutes. Yeah. Don't know. Or if, depending on if they came off early, you might see them start again. Yeah, yeah. So who knows? No, 
idea. No idea. I would love to say that I have insider information. Guess what? That's is, why I came here, John, and I, didn't, I, I couldn't get the insider information out of you. It is the preseason, and I know nothing in the preseason. <laughs> One, you have a new coach. This is where yeah. it sort of goes. If you're trying to handicap any of this or try to figure this out, you have a new coach who didn't do anything in the second half of last season because he didn't have the players that he wanted, yeah. so he got rid of all the players. He didn't have his, his cupboard filled. So any patterns that he has will develop have not developed yeah. yet. So That's we don't true. know what he who he likes, who he favors, yeah. um, what the starting lineups are probably going to be. Every, <laughs> what's the full-strength starting lineup in yeah. terms of, you know, how many players are you going to get on this and, and where are they going to fit in and what should you expect every single time? We already know that Sebastian Legette is going to be one of the guys who uh, is probably a starter in at some point three or four weeks yeah. into the season, probably mm-hmm. right. He's probably the starter and Boateng goes to the bench, but that's not how it's going to line up yep. to begin with. Um, and how does Siggy use Boateng? Yep. Where's he going to put him? He's going to pull the jet. You know, who, who are the normal subs? All that stuff is totally yeah. unknown. Is it right possible now. that Boateng, you know, makes it hard on him if Boateng plays really well. And, and as, as much as people were happy with his play last season, maybe they say, Hey, you know, let's keep Boateng in there, and maybe that changes the formation. Yeah, it, yeah. it, it very well could. So, um, yeah, it's it, it's it's all interesting, all up in the air. So anytime you see any of these games, look for Siggy's tendencies of how he does things. Granted, they're preseason, so you're probably not yeah. going to figure out a whole bunch of <laughs> you're stuff. You're not going to see a lot with subbing patterns when they're subbing That's right. 10 guys at a time, yeah. That's right. All right, let's go now to a, a little bit of housekeeping for us here at the podcast. Um, I will remind everybody right now that in just six days, six days, and you're completely out of time um, with this, but the uh, the Corner of the Galaxy 2018 COG logo shirts are still available for sale. Uh, bonfire.com, if you type in COG, your 2018 COG logo shirt, it'll take you right there. Um, or you can go on our website and find the article with it and click it there. You can find links in podcasts or anything like that. $20 gets you this exclusive 2018 COG logo shirt, which has five stars on it, by the way. I was going to say, you got to mention the five stars five stars because you find you, that anywhere you, else you deserve five stars <laughs> all right um not us I not like us I like you the, i like the sales pitch yes you, you need the shirt you know get the five stars because you deserve because you deserve it <laughs> um five different colors uh nice. i ordered a pink one and a navy blue one because the pink is i think it's the hottest color out there nice. uh there's a black one uh, a pink white uh, and a navy blue and a, a regular lighter gray nice. so so that's it so twenty dollars gets you the cog shirts again only six days left in that and i don't usually open these campaigns back up so yeah. don't expect that you're going to be able to buy it six days from now and if you call now you get a second shirt for free no no, 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 no that's no. not Sorry. and don't call me and don't call me because i you have to order it i don't even print these it's a, it's a thing um but you know you do get a pocket fisherman from ron popeel that is probably dating myself very well some somebody got yeah. that joke somewhere yeah, you know I, the I food you. dehydrator maybe you. maybe i don't know ron popeel ron popeel yeah ronco ronco <laughs> it was good stuff that's late night television before there was netflix that's infomercial special right that there. is absolutely great all right so the other thing of course that we want to get to is that the corner of the galaxy open house now i'm sure some of you are listening to this podcast and it is already past saturday well you missed it <laughs> all right you missed a chance to see matt yeah you, you <laughs> matt's you, here you you missed you missed your chance it was it was all gonna happen so um you know we were gonna have a good time everybody's gonna come out but you missed it so for those of you who are listening before saturday on saturday february 17th before the la galaxy play against the san jose earthquakes on the uh, at 2 p.m. at the Orange County Great Park, you can come right here to Corner of the Galaxy Studios. All the information is up on our website. You can find it 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Cosmos coming. 
Uh, That's worth admission. I I wouldn't even go to the Galaxy game. Just stay here. Just go. Just hang out with Cosmo. Cosmo. He is. He is going to the game, so he 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 will have to leave. So uh, Cosmo is coming. Should be arriving, or I think around nine forty-five for Cosmo. Just in case you were planning out your uh, your day. Uh, The Galaxy Star Squad is also going to be here. Some members of the Galaxy Star Squad will be here. You can meet the COG team. Currently, I have coming. From the corner of the galaxy team, I have uh, myself. I will be here. Um, you will have Mr. Kevin Baxter of the LA Times who will be here. Uh, Wendy Thomas should be here. Jared Dubois possibly be here as well. Uh, Larry Morgan, not on Twitter. Uh, my favorite Larry Morgan will also be stopping by, so you nice. probably get to say hi to him. All your favorite characters. All your favorite COG characters are right here for you. Um, what we have for you, and this is the exciting part, I'm going to be honest. Uh, if there's anything that we need to talk about, it's it's this. Um, what we have for you is a raffle. We're going to do a raffle. Uh, the proceeds of that raffle will go towards the LA Galaxy Foundation. I'm not keeping any of that money. That's fine. But what you will see is, uh, if you're watching the live stream or you're watching on YouTube, is this wonderful 2015 uh, signed LA Galaxy. Yeah, you're allowed to touch it. Uh, signed <laughs> LA Galaxy jersey. Um, they they didn't have the 2018s and they and they ran out of the 2016s and 2017s. So I think this is 2015. It is uh, authentic. It, it is has the real star. Folks. It is. That's a, that's a, like a hundred dollar <laughs> kit just to start with. Um, so anyway, it is there. It is signed, and we'll be raffling that off if you and come here. If you're on the live stream, your bidding starts now. I can run. I'm, <laughs> again, I mentioned quickness earlier. I might make a, a run for it here. Uh, so, so yeah, exactly. That's a, that's a good idea. I like that. Um, and I'll tackle you because I, I, that's, you know, you're the defender, right? You're, yeah. Cleats up. That's right. Um, so anyway, so that is, that is the plan right now. Um, again, it is a, uh, an open house. So you can come anywhere between there. We should have a special Q and a with uh, corner of the galaxy hosts that we're going to do. Um, and also possibly have a special guest. Possibly. I'm not even going to put this person's name out there because oh. it's, it's a, mm, we'll see. All right. G- Zlatan will be here, guys. Zlatan. Zlatan. I can confirm. I I saw. (laughs) He was house hunting Uh, in Irvine. He will (laughs) slip right over. Uh, He's a big fan of the Irvine, (laughs) Northwood, Westwood areas. So, uh, yeah, there you go. So that's how it goes. Um, So all that stuff will be happening here at Corner of the Galaxy Studios starting at 9 a.m. Snacks. Some snacks will be provided. Will Will there be punch and pie? (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. I think what we've decided is possibly some some bagels, um, some orange juice. It is 945. It is 945, you know. And then eventually it gets to to day. So we'll also have some sodas here as well. We're going to go. My wife and I are going to the store to buy some stuff and and we'll get that all set up for everybody. Awesome. All right. So that's sort of the plan. Uh, really, we just want you to come by and say hi. Uh, you can come into the studio. You can take pictures. Um, you can sign autographs. I mean, uh, yeah, you can sign you autographs can sign for autographs me. For Josh, yeah. yeah, that would be that would be that's a better idea than anything else. Uh, there is a very good possibility, and I'll say it this way: that, that we will have our corner of the galaxy scarves the very first time Ooh. in person. If literally they will be arriving, we're on. This is Thursday night, um, February fifteenth. They are supposed to arrive tomorrow on Friday, and I have my fingers crossed because I will believe it when I see it um, and when they're here. So when they're here, you can you can come on in and do the whole thing. And by the way, uh, I get a, I got an update. Fresno is winning one to nothing oh, already. Of so there you go. Of course, there you go. <laughs> Galaxy have more than enough talent to beat this team. They're gonna lose. Yeah. Well, you get a hungry hungry USL side. That's I'm not right. Surprise. That's right. Again, this podcast will be old the moment we hit the stop button. So that'll be uh, that'll be nice as well. So, uh, but anyway, COG scarves are here. So twenty five dollars, not cash only. I, I should be able to accept credit cards as well. I have oh, a Square account. Fancy. I am I am fancy person. Uh, $25, but if you have cash and exact change, that would be awesome too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you can bring that. Also cash for raffle tickets or anything like that. Raffle tickets are going to be a dollar each. We'll do a price you break. Mean you could walk out of here with that jersey for a dollar. Wow. For $1, wow. you could walk away with yeah. that. Or you, again, if you're on the, the live stream, 
Tell me, tell me what you'll pay me now. I could run out of here with <laughs> you this could, thing. You could, you could make it happen. You know, 50 <laughs> bucks sounds good right now. Yeah, right? I'll, I'll take that. All right. It's a win. So that's where you have it. The LA Galaxy playing on Saturday, February 17th against the San Jose Earthquakes. Um, that will be uh, an interesting game at yeah. a small venue. It will tell us something. Maybe. I don't know. Was the or Fres- not. <laughs> is the Fresno game going to tell me something? I, I have no idea anymore. I'm yeah. trying to spin it here. I'm I stretching. I don't like the preseason anymore. <laughs> I'm done with it because there's it's too hard to predict things well, and figure out where guys are going to be and, and you know starting lineups and what this what it means. Yeah. You know, when you start playing games and there's goal scored, I know now what it you means. Know. You lost. Once you start getting points yeah. and yeah, yeah. You won. You lost. You scored a goal. <laughs> you didn't score a goal. You missed a sitter. I can yeah. I can evaluate all those. Um, but whenever you get into the uh, the beginning of the season, it's, oh, there's rust. Oh, there's yeah. so many excuses in the beginning yep. of the season. All right. Uh, anything else that you want to get to? Are, are you are you good? I'm good. I'm good. You want me to? Yeah. Why don't you, why don't you tell people? Where, yeah. Tell people where they can find you, please. So, so you could you could find me at GIS Hammer on Twitter, and then you could listen to me on the Guys in Short Sports Los Angeles podcast. Uh, we release uh, once a week. Uh, we cover all L.A. sports. Uh, we just finished our 101st episode where we had a nice little NBA All-Star weekend uh, update. And then next week, we hopefully will be getting a special guest, so you'll want to uh, listen for that. Ooh. So, yeah, some, uh, if you're into L.A. sports radio, we might – uh, be able to get someone. So fingers crossed. Yeah, fingers crossed for our next episode. So guys in shorts LA is where you could find us on Twitter. You could find us on Instagram at guys in shorts sports, and you can also follow us on our sister shows, uh, the King's Realm Pod, which is at King's Realm Pod, which covers your Los Angeles Kings, your hockey show, and then our coming soon guys in shorts FC, which is at GIS Soccer Show on Twitter. We'll be bringing you your Los Angeles soccer news. That sounds like I'm, uh, I'm going to be competing with you guys. That's nah, not really. Yeah, you're right. It's just me. It's not much. <laughs> no, no, you guys you do a great job. have nothing to worry about. Do a great job. I always have a great time uh, recording with you guys. So thank you for uh, stopping by. I appreciate yeah, it. Thanks for having me. It's always uh, a pleasure. All right. If you're looking for me on Twitter, it's at Jay Guessman, J-G-U-E-S-M-A-N. And of course, head on over to at Galaxy Podcast as well. That's where you can follow us on Twitter. And then please head on over to cornerthegalaxy.com where you can find all of our show, all of the information on our shows. Uh, our news, our reporting, all that fun stuff that is there for you is right there, cornerthegalaxy.com, trying to uh, keep you updated on your LA Galaxy. All right, uh, that does it for me, for uh, for Eric Veer. I'm Josh Gessman. You've been listening to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerthegalaxy.com. Hopefully, we'll see everybody on Saturday, and if not, have a great, wonderful weekend, and enjoy the LA Galaxy game. You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. And for all of your independent LA Galaxy news, discussion, and entertainment, including this podcast, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. Fans, thanks for listening. We ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Araujo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everybody.